Hey everyone, welcome to the Fit CFO Show. I'm Amanda Hanquist, and together with my husband, Sean, we wanted to create this podcast so that our audience could learn from some of the industry's best fitness professionals and to also give online entrepreneurs a place to learn financial success. We have years of experience in the fitness industry and specialize in finance. Together, we hope to bring you the best of both worlds. We'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. show, I'd like to welcome Jen Marker. Jen is a personal trainer and online nutrition coach. After overcoming her own hormone health, she recognized the benefits of optimizing her cycle connection. She then realized how many other women out there were struggling with the same thing. She now helps women not fall victim to their hormones. She specializes in helping women leverage their cycles throughout the month to feel and perform at their best. Let's welcome Jen to the show. I know you kind of came from the the CrossFit background, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, gosh, it's always interesting when I think back, I'm like, oh, how did I get into this? I mean, I've always been into fitness and, yeah. you know, there was definitely that kind of transition point where I was like, I need to do nutrition coaching. And, you know, when I first got into fitness, I mean, I was like 18, I was working yeah. out with my boyfriend at the gym. Yeah. You know, just like getting into lifting weights that way and then just loved it so much that it just kind of continued to be a part of my life. Um, I was doing beverage cart at a golf course, like as far as how I, I got that. one of my good friends covered. did that. <laughs> yes, a great job, tons of fun, for, great for that time in my life. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> I was working at an athletic club, a private athletic club at the time as well. I was bartending in their like 21 and older room in the club, and I was beverage carting and I was working out. And on the course, there was a soon to be opening club manager that was golfing. And he's like, you look like you do fitness. And he's like, would you ever like to be a personal trainer? And I was like, you know what? I've thought about that. Yeah. Um, And that just kind of fell into your lap then. That's cool. Yeah. And you know, that like when I was going to college, I intended on doing veterinary medicine. So like the science aspect of it was definitely something that I was very interested in. So got my personal training certifications, got multiple certifications and started training. And I had clients that were like, Oh, like, what do you think about CrossFit? And I was like, well, everything might, that was probably when that was starting to evolve into a really big thing. Yes. So it's very new. So everything out about it was like, Oh, CrossFit is bad. Like you're going to get injured. And, you know, so that was the impression that I had on it. And I was like, I'm not going to talk poorly about anything until I do it. And I experience it and I I see what this is all about. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I started and I was hooked and I went down the path of like, I love it. I want to do it every day. That's how I'm going to get better. That's how I'm going to go to regionals. That's how, you know, I'm going to get better, like more effort, less rest days. Like, yes. All the, the things. Whole, like, I feel like that's such a typical CrossFit mentality, like mm-hmm. go harder, go longer, go yep. farther. Yeah. Yep. Rest when you're dead. Like, right? you know, yeah. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. Like all the things. And then also being a personal trainer, I was reading the magazines and it's like, oh, 1200 calorie diet, 1600 calorie diet, like broccoli, 
chicken, carbs are bad, fats are bad. And I was like, okay, well, I can't eat any of those things. And I need to do CrossFit all the time. And I'm working out at the gym too. And I was just like, like expending like 3000 calories a day and eating like 1200. Yeah. Yep. And I wondered why my body felt like crap. Um, had numerous injuries, like not sleeping well. Um, all the like tall tale signs of stress overload. Exactly. Yeah. But at the time I didn't know better. I right. was like, Oh, whatever. Like this it's is supposed just... to feel this way. <laughs> exactly. CrossFit is supposed to be hard. Yeah. CrossFit is supposed to hurt. Like injuries are part of the game. And finally I was like, you know what? I'm tired of putting all this effort in and not reaping the rewards of all this effort. So I got a coach and in getting a coach, he was like, you need to eat more. You need to eat carbs. You need fats. And I was like, oh my God, more food. I'm going to get fat. And I didn't. I got leaner. I got stronger. I started PRing in the gym again. I started felt a lot better. Yeah. 100% better. Mm -hmm. And like in that process, it just kind of lit that fire under my ass, basically, to help to get that information out to more people because I'd read the magazines. I had talked to my clients. Oh, like, red shape magazine. And they say that this is the fad diet now, like, Hey, let's try this. And just, you know, face palm, like just, I, what love was I, doing? I love talking with the fellow entrepreneurs because it's funny because I still have some of those actually in my office on my bookshelf. I still have some of those original magazines from when I first started getting mm-hmm. into the realm and yeah, the, the sample meal plans and yeah, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, in that process, I, I was hooked, like got the level one, like hormone specialist, like mindset specialist, like, like got a mentorship coaching and like have had multiple mentorships in the time from then till now. Um, but it was just one of those things where I was like, oh my gosh, like there's so much misinformation out there about the right way to do things or like the healthy way to do things and how to continue to have success and feel good and get the body composition that you want and the life that you want. Yeah. So, you know, it just kind of turned into this thing. And during one of my mentorships, um, I didn't have my period. So I didn't have my period for like 15 years Oh and, wow. you know, going birth control, you know, going to the doctor and she's like, you oh. just assumed that was normal then. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I would go to the doctor and she'd be like, Oh, when was your last period? And I'm like, I don't know. Like haven't had one for a while. And she's like, Oh, okay. Are you, are you okay with that? And I'm like, should I be, or should I not be like, I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> your expert opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no woman is like, God, I, I can't wait to have my right. period every right. month. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, so <laughs> It was while I was working with Lori King, actually, and we started talking about like my hormones and um, she helped me get my period back essentially. And I was like, oh my gosh, like at first the, oh, I've got my period back. Right. But then I started noticing things in regards to my performance and training and how, you know, cravings were different and energy was different and mood was different. Like throughout your cycle, you mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like once I got it back, I was like, Oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You can start to pinpoint things a little differently. 
Mm-hmm. And yet you can even like prepare your significant other for when you might be a little bit more short-tempered. Yeah. Which is yeah. helpful. It's very helpful. <laughs> Good relationship <laughs> advice. Um, yeah, but exactly. it just kind of grew in to wanting to help other women understand that and understand like, Hey, you're not losing motivation. Like there's nothing wrong with you. You don't need to push harder at the gym. You don't need to eat less. Like there are things that are going on in your body that we can actually do from a nutrition and training standpoint to help control it and make it easier. And Cause I think as women, we so easily get disappointed in ourselves when we're not our typical top performing self. Um, mm-hmm. at least I know I tend to get that way, but then it's like, okay, there's a, there's an actual reason behind this. And sometimes it's just that realization, realization yeah. of where you're at and why you're feeling a certain way can really change your entire mood around it. Absolutely. Knowledge is power. Yeah. And when you have that knowledge of your body it empowers you to be like, all right, it's okay. Like I don't need to go all out today in a CrossFit workout, Mm -hmm. like maybe doing a yoga workout or, you know, some sort of like flesh workout is all my body needs right now. And I'm, I'm kind of like giggling in my head a little bit because this morning I actually thought of you while I was working out because (laughs) I literally got my period yesterday. Uh, Not that the audience needed to know this, but (laughs) we are here, right? We're talking Uh about this. Absolutely. So so I woke up with a splitting headache and this happens about every hmm, six months or so. I don't get it very often, but Mm -hmm. every once in a while I wake up with this splitting hormone headache Mm -hmm. and you know, it's just routine. I get up, I work for a little bit. I get the kids ready off to school and then I go to the gym and I so badly did not want to go to the gym. My head's mm-hmm. pounding. I'm not in the mood. And I did it anyways, but I used it as a time to really just kind of go with the flow and go through the motions. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to PR or anything. I wasn't trying to push myself to my max. I knew that I was feeling that way for a reason and that's okay. And I'm not going to live here forever. It's just where I'm at today. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought about you this morning. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> That's, I mean, I think so often women get stuck in that hole where, you know, they see the weight on the scale fluctuate right before mm-hmm. their period. And they're like, oh my gosh, I need to work out harder. Yeah. I need to eat less, but yet they have these cravings coming in, which are hormone related mm-hmm. that are telling them, no, you need to eat all the chocolate and all the sugar and carbs. And, you know, there are things that you can do from a nutrition standpoint to help to control that or even kind of make it go away, essentially. So since we're here right now, what is the actual reason just for our audience out there that we tend to get those specific triggers? Because I'm telling you like chocolate and M&Ms and like, I'm normally a pretty, um, like disciplined individual when it comes to that stuff, because I know how it's going to make me feel, but it does get real tricky around this certain time of the month. So what is that actual response? What's going on chemically in our bodies to cause those things? So during the, well, during the first half of your cycle, you have estrogen, estrogen rises basically at the beginning of your period, like it begins to rise, it peaks right before ovulation, and then it drops off. Then progesterone begins to rise. So progesterone basically has the effect on serotonin and dopamine where estrogen and, um, where estrogen causes it to rise 
estrogen causes serotonin, dopamine to rise, blood sugars to stabilize, less inflammation in your body. Basically, estrogen is like our happy place. Yeah. It's our friend. Exactly. And then progesterone comes in and progesterone is our friend too. So don't let me like, we have to have a perfect balance. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So progesterone is necessary. Like it gives you that calm, chill feeling like going into that third week. And then when it drops off, then we get a inflammatory response. So we have our sodium set point that changes. Mm -hmm. So we actually see water retention because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Progesterone has the opposite effect of estrogen. So serotonin and dopamine will begin to fall. Blood sugar stability will be less. So things that trigger serotonin and dopamine response are high sugars, high carbs, dopamine is chocolate. Um, Blood sugar instability means that if you have a high carb meal, then it can equate to a spike and then a crash. And so we're just helping it out by indulging in all this stuff. Exactly. (laughs) So there are things that you can do. And plus, um, I believe it was an Oxford study showed that women actually have a slightly higher metabolism during the luteal phase. So now, now that is interesting to me. Extra. I find that very interesting. Yeah. So like your body just wants more calories and you've got these hormone fluctuations that are causing you to want to eat all the sugars, all the carbs, all the chocolate. And then you've got this blood sugar instability, which mm. means you have a higher potential for hanger. And mm-hmm. then you see like the water retention and you're like, oh God. It's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's so funny because it's like three days later, oh, I'm a whole new person. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, I love that. Exactly. And I think sometimes having the understanding of what goes on um throughout our various phases. Oh, okay. Here's why I'm feeling this way. I should mm-hmm. probably have a bowl of oatmeal and maybe an egg white omelet instead of yes. you know the donuts and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like more avocado during the luteal phase, like helping fats. with inflammation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Helping with satiety, like more fats, more proteins, a little less carbs. Yeah, because of that blood sugar instability. Mm -hmm. I love it. So at what point did you find out that, because this is a very, I'm not going to lie. This is a very tricky demographic for you to service. Um, it'd be so much easier for you to work with, you know, the younger athletes that just have a direct goal. Like when did you find out and what keeps you going? Because like I said, this is a very tricky demographic to work with. Um, I think it's the, the improvements that people see. Yeah. Like when women, all of a sudden they have pain-free periods Mm -hmm. or they have a period where it's like, normally they would have all the cravings and they get through it. And they're like, I had a day and, you know, I felt hungrier, but it wasn't a big deal. Just kind of seeing. It wasn't this big monster just like hanging over you to eat all the stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I see that they become empowered by it and it's so awesome to see them just kind of take control of their lives where previously it was kind of one of those things where like, well, I'm just a victim to my period. Like (laughs) it just comes and I just have no control and there's nothing I can do and it's painful and I can't do anything and I'm failing. And it's like, no, you are not failing. And seeing people just kind of get that newfound confidence in the fact that they do have control over that and they don't need to live in this place where it's painful and misery and there's, there's hope. I love that. And so let's talk about 
from like an exercise standpoint, what you would recommend during the different phases that us women go through. So during the first half, which is the follicular phase, that is when estrogen is present. So that is a great time when inflammation is lower to participate in higher intensity training. So if you are someone like myself that really wants to do CrossFit, yeah, that's the best time to do it. And that was another kind of drive to kind of venture into this more because I sure. knew that I was burning my candle at both ends and like CrossFit had like love it, but there is a time and place for it. So I wanted to find where I could have CrossFit and still take care of my body. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the things that kind of also brought me into the training aspect of how these hormonal train or changes affected my body. Um, so during the luteal phase, I generally do more of like a bodybuilding style program. Like I pull the intensity back. I prioritize more recovery Mm -hmm. because that progesterone triggers an inflammatory response. So your body is naturally dealing with more inflammation during the luteal phase. So if you, you know, increase inflammation through nutrition or through exercise, then you're just digging yourself deeper into a hole. Okay. So bodybuilding style, cause you know, obviously if you've got any of you out there, no CrossFit, it's very high intensity. It's very, um, I mean, taxing on, on mm-hmm. your body. So bodybuilding mm-hmm. style. Yeah. It's a lot more friendly on joints and mm-hmm. things like that for sure. So mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about, so do you just work with women in the cycle phases or do you also work with, with men? What is your like general, I guess, coaching demographic? I mainly work with men, women, but I do have quite a few male clients as well. Are they like the husbands? <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I do have some husbands. I do have some husband and wife. Um, I do have like people that want to focus on performance, um, fat loss, but yeah, as far as like male clients, they, they do kind of come from a variety of backgrounds. Um, but most of them dealing with either fat loss or performance. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So Mm -hmm. I kind of want to flip the switch a little bit to entrepreneurship. When did you decide that you wanted to become a business owner? Oh man. Um, so I think it was probably when I was personal training. And there was kind of that moment where I was like, you know what? I can do this outside of a gym. And yeah, um, you're like working in a gym setting and it probably seems like you're giving like a huge chunk of what you're making back to the house. Really? Yes. Yes, exactly. So it was kind of this point where I had the opportunity to train and have my own business in a training facility and kind of make my own hours like take home all of the profit other than what I paid to the gym. Right. But that was kind of the initial kick of, kick of it. And then kind of venturing into more of the remote coaching space. Mm-hmm. I mean, COVID, I was already kind of in that space, but like COVID definitely made kick, it. Kicked you further into yes, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, I built a gym out in my garage, so yeah. I had a gym at home, but during COVID, it wasn't like I had a lot of personal training clients coming. So whereas before it was kind of a 50, 50 on the personal training, nutrition coaching, it became more a priority of nutrition coaching because that's what I could do and having extra time because I wasn't personal training meant that I could put a lot more research into developing this program that I did. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, honestly, like a very 
new topic. And so mm-hmm. I'm glad that you're, you're now talking about it because I just don't think it was something that was really talked about before. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's amazing that this is like your specialty. This is what you specifically, um, you know, talk about with your clients and, and on your social media. So, um, I love that you were able to make that pivot from, um, in-person personal training during COVID then to transition to doing mostly online. Um, are you still training in person at all, or you do that a little bit? I do a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I still have some of that. I've got clients that have been with me for years. I I don't think I could ever give them up. (laughs) Yeah. So what are some things as like an entrepreneur that maybe you had to learn the hard way um, that you could, I guess, give our listeners just a little bit of advice about being an entrepreneur and being, um, you know, somebody that's literally the, the whole picture overseeing all of these different hats. Be patient, patient with yourself, patient with the process. I would say never give up on something like you're better to finish it and follow through than to make it halfway and wonder what could have been. Mm. Um, so you're always, I guess, sleeping with that. What if, mm-hmm. um, cause in the process of creating and researching, it became hard. Like it's hard because, you know, some days you're like, I want to go out and do this. Like I, I, this is who maybe nobody wants this. And at one point I was like, you know what? It's okay if nobody wants this, because I'm going to be really proud when I finish this and I can see the end product Yeah, because really it's about the process and learning things along the way. Yes. Don't don't get caught up in that end. Sometimes when we, I don't know if I even want to call it fail, but there are things that don't turn out the way that we hoped that they would. But if, you know, how much have we learned from those? Like, for example, I've had launches in the past that didn't really go very well. And I learned a tremendous amount of information from going through those experiences versus not have done them, done them at all, because maybe I was afraid to. Yeah. Failure is always the opportunity for growth. Yes. Absolutely. And so, um, what are some of your favorite resources, I guess, as an entrepreneur that have really helped you evolve as a business owner? Um, I mean, as far as books, I did love the atomic habit book. I love that book. Yes. I think I've reread, re-listened to that book. Yeah. So many that's definitely times. a multiple listener for sure. Or a reader. I listened to yeah. them at, on audiobooks. Yes. <laughs> um motivational podcasts and like days where I don't feel like I want to do anything. Mm. And it's like the, you know, the goal is to continue to move forward. Like you can rest but only if it is to refresh and recharge and be able to continue. So, you know, yeah, as far as things that kind of keep me going, I would say like the atomic habit, start with why start with why that was the other book. Yeah. I've heard of that. That's another really good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and I completely agree with you. I know that there's times that I go through and whether it's in business or in my fitness goals where it just gets mundane, it just gets like repetitive and boring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are days where you don't want to show up, but I think as, as, you know, somebody that wants to impact a lot of people, you just have to keep showing up. I actually just wrote about that on my story this morning. It's like, there's going to be days, probably more than not that you don't want to do the work. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it was Joe Rogan made the quote, which I loved. 
he said, I'm the most lazy, disciplined person you will ever meet because I don't Mm -hmm. ever want to do the work, but I Mm -hmm. do it anyways. And I love that because it's so true. I can't tell you how many times I haven't wanted to show up. I haven't wanted to do the work, but it's when you do, regardless of how you're feeling about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Get, get comfortable with the boring things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would say even don't get caught up in the likes and the follows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think if that were the case, then we'd all be done. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can pour your heart and just in soul into one uh, piece of material or content and then it completely bombs and you're like, Oh, well, I thought that was great. <laughs> yes, exactly. But you know, the thing is like, people are always listening. So no matter what someone does, like, you know, always get your message out there. And just because it's not getting likes or comments doesn't mean that people aren't listening to it. Mm-hmm. And doesn't mean that people won't reach out to you in the future and be like, hey, I've watched you grow and I love what you're doing. And just kind of, you know, put things into perspective that way as, you know, growing entrepreneurs, like that is what you need to get out there. Like, don't get caught up in today. Think about, growing things like building something from the ground up. It takes stones. Like you have to, you know, add those stones to your pile. Yeah. Building bricks. I like to call it. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Because that's so true. There's so many times that people have, have reached out or will reach out and say, you know, you, you, even the ones like, man, I didn't even know they followed me or even like listened to anything. And they're like, you've literally changed my life. And that just stops you in your tracks. Like, Whoa, where'd you come Uh from? But it's so true. Like there's so many people out there. Like we don't know their journey. We don't, you know, if you are holding all of that information to yourself, who are you going to be helping? So get that message out there. Um, And it takes, like you said, one little layer at a time. Um, I think sometimes, you know, we get so caught up in looking at the big overall picture that we forget it's just one little step at a time. And then ultimately we can take a look back and look at everything that we've built. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, is there anything that we left out that, um, that we should have touched on today? I think we've gotten through really all the questions that I had, but I just wanted to make sure you didn't have anything else that you wanted to share that I left out. I mean, I think as far as like women dealing with hormone issues, if they are dealing with hormone issues, just know that pain does not have to be always and forever. Like there yeah. are answers. Not there something are you have to just settle with. Yeah. Yep. I like, love that. Don't, don't be a victim to your period. Like there are things you can do. Um, and then entrepreneurs be patient with the process and follow through and learn from mistakes. I love that. You're an amazing voice for women out there. Um, and we need more of that. So thank you for all the stuff that you're putting out, everything that you're doing. Are you accepting new clients right now? Um, I currently have a wait list for clients. So I will put your information in our show notes, but how do people get on that wait list? Um, just contacting me and um, we can kind of do uh, probably a little phone interview and I can kind of see priority, I guess you could say. Not that I yeah. don't think anyone, everyone is a priority, but um, if there are certain things, yeah, um, I will say that. They well, can. and I, I think it's fair to say too, that everybody gels with people differently as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, 
Exactly. But well, thank you so much for being on. I think you have such an amazing story and such amazing information. Make sure you guys follow Jen. She puts out a lot of great content and I will be sure to link her information in our show notes so that you can click right to it from our show notes. So thank you for being on the show today. Awesome. Yes. Thank you for having me. If you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notifications so you don't miss a beat. We'd love it if you'd share this podcast, your Instagram story, Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but keep each step attainable.